Okay. I did hit the right button. Uh, welcome back to the MC Talks podcast, because I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I had a summer break. We did. We had an impromptu summer break. And also, I was like, let me not forget how to podcast. I almost forgot how to stream. But yeah, we had an impromptu summer break. Uh, not for nothing. Uh, it's no one's fault. It's just that people kept injuring themselves around Jade. Um, <laughs> Correct. And, and doggies kept getting sick, so correct <laughs> are, are yeah. the pup are the puppers feeling better though by the way yes we yeah, he y'all i have a y'all know i have puppies um yes it's always my fault it literally is it's literally half the time always me um like seldom is it something with with him going on it's usually always me <laughs> um, like sometimes i'll just be like i'm too tired and yeah that's really my main reason. I'm too tired, or I have family visiting. It's one or the two. You're right, but usually it's like, oh, I fell, <laughs> I hurt myself. <laughs> this happened. Such and such happened. This happened today. <laughs> uh, yeah, because what was it? I think last week. Last week it was because that was my sister because she had her surgery. Yeah. Um, and then the week before, my dog ate a um piece of corn cob like the corn on the cob he ate the cob oh no um yeah so he had blockage and he was sick it's like he lost a whole bunch of weight because he wasn't eating he wasn't drinking um and then he finally it took about a week he finally threw up the pieces of corn cob two whole pieces came out so then after that he felt much better he sprung right back he gained all his weight back all that I know that that was a week before because last week was my birth was my birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been some things. I just be, <laughs> we just holding on over here. We just holding on and smelling candles. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we can do. So yeah, <laughs> not the smelling candles. Um. <laughs> so yeah. And then the couple of times it was me. One was like Memorial Day weekend, and I didn't feel like doing anything. Um, and the the other time, I think I was I had been up since like three thirty in the morning and thought I could push through, and I was like, I'm tired. I'm very sleepy. <laughs> Self inflicted. Um, but yeah. So we took a little impromptu break. Yeah. Much needed. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. But we we are back uh, now. I will say that uh, as far as podcasting scheduling, um, as far as like topics and stuff, we ain't gonna jump into election stuff tonight. One because I gotta figure out what I can talk about. Uh, because I can't. I really can't talk about one thing. And the other thing is that it's a lot. It's a lot that jumped in already. And I'm. Uh, it's a lot that jumped in. If I want. If we want to do this in a pseudo fair professional, I don't know what the word is. If we want to do, if we want to do due diligence and like not leave out important information, then yeah, that's it's going to take a minute to research everybody worth talking about, which is not a lot, but you know, in my opinion. But you know, we got we got cover the 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 people as fairly as possible. Kind of. We still got. I mean, I I still acknowledge we have a bias, but (laughs) correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, we we yeah. So 
not covering anything tonight. And we just got back. Yes. <laughs> We're going to ease into it. Unlike everybody who jumped in the primaries already. <laughs> anyway, uh, church announcements. You got anything? Um, yeah. So I will be, if anybody is going to be in New York uh, this weekend on the 17th, I'm looking at looking for my flyers now uh on the 17th 17th uh yeah uh i'll be at the stromberg center Strom stromberg stromberg that's a word for you um, <laughs> but yeah we'll be there um at the stromberg literary literary festival june 17th this is a saturday so from 11 to 6 uh, 11 a.m 6 p.m it is free 99 free 99 so if you're in new york uh come out to harlem and come to the literary literary festival uh we'll be selling mike's books but also you can just check out other people other authors and things like that a lot of other people who are like self-published or like with the publisher and things and it's a real cool event uh it's again free so we love that uh and it's a lot of things like especially if like you have families and kids things like that you can always find something there uh but yeah like that's what i'll be doing this weekend um and then the next next thing is july 1st again uh, having a low-key kink party so if anybody is interested in wanting more uh, information on that or anything like that just let me know hit me up uh, either on Instagram or whisper or whatever uh, so you can get vetted and if you've never if you're just curious about it if you're in lifestyle whatever it's it's a fun uh, safe setting for all people of color and like yeah so it's real you can learn a lot and yeah good time uh i think that's it because i don't know what i'm streaming <laughs> i was going to stream on my birthday i really was but again my sister and broken leg so oh yeah <laughs> yeah so like i went straight from hanging out with y'all and like uh, we had a good time dinner and all that and it was like yay, yay and then the next morning i went straight over to her house after that i was over to her house for a week so <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, I stream eventually. Eventually. <laughs> We're not going to put a date on that. Well, hopefully by the time you stream, Twitch has uh, defined what they want by as far as consistency, which we'll get into because that's a big, obviously in the title, that's a big uh, uh, news um, outside of like general headlines. Uh, let's see. So church announcements for me, YouTube is still a thing. Um, I'm late on posting reactions because uh, mainly because I was like, I, I, I had to figure out basically a good thumbnail, but um, late on posting reactions to specifically Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer um, and also the coverage of Summer Game Fest. So that will probably be posted sometime this week. Uh, but yeah, YouTube is still a thing. Uh, uh, my season has pseudo arrived. I mean, not that I haven't been streaming pseudo consistently, but it's just a really exciting time because all these nice games that are in my niche are coming out and starting with uh, Final Fantasy 16. So I'm playing the demo 
uh, on Wednesday. I'll be streaming that. Um, and then the actual game, it will be released next week, which I will also be streaming because oh, I cannot wait. Um, and yeah, just uh, mainly that will probably be my stream until the Sonic game comes out this fall. And I'll get back into playing around with uh, mods and stuff as well. Um, and last thing. Yeah, that was it. Okay. And last thing. Um, so be on the lookout. I am going to start back up blogging and doing my own newsletter. Uh, name is a work in progress. Uh, looking at maybe calling it the Embassy Papers as a possibility, but I'm uh, starting back up blogging. So first post will actually come out this week as soon as I get the website and everything set up. Um, it will just be a kind of recap of Summer Game Fest and PC Gaming Show. Uh, probably as many other showcases as I can possibly fit in. Um, and yeah, it's just another way to like kind of put content out there, but also link it to stuff like my YouTube channel. Because um, I'll be covering more so not just not like general gaming news because like websites do that all the time but just like very niche down stuff that i'm interested in um that other people have shown interest in so doing that um but it's kind of gonna be a variety too so you know covering stuff like that but also um maybe like reviewing some mods uh for games like kingdom hearts that were made by the community so uh but yeah stuff like that like I said, it'll be a weekly thing. That'll give me enough time that I don't feel like dunking my head in water and or banging it against the wall uh, for being overloaded. Uh, <laughs> he's free when I don't stream because otherwise he'd just be front and center in the camera. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what's up, Spoon? But um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. Um, hoping to get that first post out there, first newsletter out there um wednesday don't hold me to it but that's the that's the goal and it'll be like so it'll be a weekly blog that i'll do um okay i think that's it for church announcements uh not here for the cat obviously I w if i had a cinnamon cam i definitely would incorporate that oh my god that would be so cute especially like for your cozy streams or whatever uh when you do your yeah, with your, with your uh, <laughs> that snuggy thing. Yeah, that would be so cute. <laughs> you just be like cinnamon chilling. <laughs> y'all gotta say free me. Y'all gotta crowdfund and get me uh another camera then. Um <laughs> like cinnamon. <laughs> but um okay. If nothing else for the church announcements, uh let's get uh oh yeah yeah oh i almost forgot about that i am working on the throne wish list um it's the it's for completely selfish reasons <laughs> the, the main reason was that um the the stuff uh turgo puppy that was in final fantasy 16 came out and i can't I, I can't within reason justify spending that money. So whenever they like put that on the throne wish list, I'm going to put that there too. Um, because that puppy is cute. That wolf puppy is cute as hell. Um, okay. So, um, 
yeah, it is purely selfish right now until I get until I need some more stream supplies or something. Uh, but yeah, moving on. So, uh, for our newsbeat headline, we're only really doing one, um, and we would be remiss if we didn't cover it. Uh, but let's talk about the Writers Guild of America being on strike. They have been on strike, um, for a while, uh, actually. So the Writers Guild of America is a union that represents writers in film, television, radio, and online media. There are two branches, East and West, which operate separately out of New York City and Los Angeles, but they negotiate contracts and launch strike action together. So WGA started their latest strike on May 2nd, uh, their first industrial action since uh, 2007. And as a note, if, in case you guys did not remember, um, the strike in... Yeah, I, I remember it too. That was some quiet nights. Um, <laughs> but the strike in 2007 lasted 100 days. Uh, union members are striking now after the Guild failed to negotiate a new contract with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which represents Hollywood Studios, after their previous deal expired on May 1st. Main reason for the strike is unsatisfactory pay. The median screenwriter pay hasn't ridden, risen since 2018, and if we're counting for inflation, it's actually fallen by 14%. While median weekly pay for writer-producers has declined by 23% over the last decade uh, when adjusting for inflation. Uh, WGA members also have demands for regulations for the use of material produced using artificial intelligence or similar technologies, and that is basically because they don't want to be outsourced by, like, chat GPT. Um, so... Uh, I think... I feel like, you know, directors, creative directors are getting a little excited about the possibilities of chat gpt but writers uh are uh, as they should are arguing that they shouldn't be replaced by ai bot because the shows are gonna suck probably um <laughs> uh but not only that it's just like that that takes it kind of takes a lot of the creativity out of it um and you know it's just it's just not the same as having a writer who might have had like a lived, lived experience or whatever uh you know you're trying to write or if it's fantasy just a writer with a very imaginative mind uh for like your fantasy fantasy shows um so strikers can't discuss their work with studios or revised scripts that have already been written this means that shows that continue to shoot through the strike period will not have anyone on hand to deal with the rewrites and reshoots that often occur on set um and also the directors guild of america struck a tentative deals with the alliance of motion picture and television producers the writers guild of america said the proposed dga contract will not end the writer strike and the screen actors guild is wrapping up a vote to authorize a strike should its upcoming negotiations with the producers sour um so wholly on the side of the writers here but uh if you notice that no new shows have come out this summer it's not because they paved they they want to pave the way for video games um it's because of the strike that's going on uh so that's why your network television has been quite quiet um so uh let's see i think the only shows that are still going because they were at the stage where they felt they were able to go on I know uh, House of Dragon was one that was continuing production. And there was another show, I think, but a lot of the shows, yeah. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but but season really ambitious. season two for House of Dragon is still in production. Um, there are even movies that have currently been postponed because of the strike. Uh, I think you like your Marvel, 
movie, more mostly Marvel movies. I haven't seen anything out of DC because I feel like, uh, I guess we'll talk about the Flash in a minute. But um, I feel like because they were using the Flash as a reboot anyway, um, to kind of retcon a whole bunch of stuff, like they were heading in a new direction as it was. So like the strike probably does affect them, but because they're probably in early phases for whatever the next phase is. Um, that's why we haven't really seen anything from the DC world, but Marvel, I definitely saw some stuff about like, you know, this movie got postponed and all that or on hold. Um, but yeah, any, your thoughts? One piggybacking off of that real quick though, because I know even for, um, the last of us for season two, they were saying that like, like, depending on how long the strike lasts, like we might have to read dialogue the script from the game mm-hmm. we're like already prepared to like we might just have to literally just tear right from the game yeah like, word for word so i was like eh, yeah <laughs> not dc films written by chat gpt <laughs> that would be funny um you probably you're probably not wrong spoon no. <laughs> right uh that would just <laughs> that'd be worse i don't know you can get any worse with that mm. it's a mess over there it's a whole mess i and i love dc and i just want it to be great i truly do you know what i heard though i heard that the flash was actually one of the best films and i was like why why did it have to be the trash one i mean ezra the trash person yeah yeah ezra themselves are not they're not a trash actor it's just that why all this stuff <laughs> on the outside of you acting C- correct i say ugh, i just uh, i'm gonna go i'm <laughs> i'm going to see it the way i be doing i ain't gonna pay for that how about that <laughs> um yeah it's gonna get streamed um yeah but and mama mind your business on how it's about to get streamed but it's gonna get streamed um <laughs> But yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm not paying money to go see that. Like, no. Um, I, I did go see Multiverse. That was good. the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was good. That was amazing. Was so good. I saw it this morning or this afternoon. But yeah. Um. <laughs> A whole world yeah. tour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely always support the writers because the, with films and movies and like everything, they always pay the actors more, but that's why I enjoy when you have people like, uh, like the Keanu Reeves, uh, where they make sure people are getting paid on the back end of their money, or sometimes like they'll even be like, oh, I'm not going to get the first part of this check like however they write out their contracts like they'll be they'll they're okay with having their pay go to the people who work on the film itself right and they get their money from a different portion on the back end like after it comes out um and so it's like that's very like you appreciate when people do that because they think about the other people who work on the films because the people who star in them they're making millions upon millions and it's like yes like i can't act so i'm not gonna be like oh it's an easy job because acting is not easy no it's like it's a talent it truly is but then also the people who do lights the people who uh do sound the people who write it who have to actually put those words together for you who rewrite continuously like it's Mm -hmm. not just you write it and then it's done like no they rewrite 
while they're in production after it's done they might have to rewrite something else and then you have to go back and film more it's like it's always doing something yeah uh, and those people aren't paid the same way that the actors are even though they do a chunk of that work is done right there on, right on the writing floor so it's like and you can see when movies bomb and things like that and you can or like during last writer strike again some of the like some of you younger folks <laughs> that, little um some of us elders here um, but no like i remember uh that was a dark time for tv because there was a lot of things it was like ooh, ooh, ooh. and <laughs> yes we are the elder folk <laughs> look my nephew called me old so um i am the elder folk now <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, they definitely support the strike uh, they should get paid more <laughs> um, they should be... <laughs> uh, but yeah they should definitely um, be paired uh, be compensated fairly and they always do this to where you know this the um, the contract's going to be up they feel like this happens like with nurses and with yeah with labor other type of laborers and things like that where other unionized people where they always wait until after it expires and they're like because they think that they'll wait it out and that people will just kind of fold and be like oh well we'll accept whatever terms you have because we don't want it to cancel out and we won't have our jobs or yeah no you're going to respect respect me and pay me fairly it doesn't even i mean it happens it definitely happens with uh unionized workers but it even happens in government where we're not where some of us aren't unionized um with the constant shutdowns it is like it's not even our fault but we still we still gotta suffer because congress can't make a decision and they want to just wait till the last minute like they almost do with this debt deal uh which i i'm glad it got passed but at the same time i'm just like mm, some of those turns suck but you know compromise i guess I guess. I mean, that's that's I still get paid, so. <laughs> um, I can hear the dogs. Um, I was like, it, it, it's cinnamon and the dogs. <laughs> They're like, we're on stream. <laughs> they just knew podcast night was coming back and just decided to show themselves. My cinnamon was like fairly quiet during the summer game fest, but no, he wanted to. Sh- he wanted to show up for podcasts. Somebody said, I'm here. And Titus don't go around barking, I'm here too. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's because my my room, where my desk is, is directly above the front door, which is where he's barking right now. Um. So yeah, there's that. Oh. Me and Cinnamon just cohabitate in this in this game room, so <laughs> y'all y'all just gonna hear him all the time. <laughs> um. Okay. Anything else on the uh on the WGA strikes? Uh, I'm on the side of the writers, obviously. Like we we saw what happened in 2007. A lot of shows actually got canned because of the because of the strike. Is like, see, see, and that's what happens. Um. But yeah, I, I do want them to get paid their fair share. I don't want them to 
be like phased out just because there's a shiny new chat GPT that could like do half of their work, but without the creative soul. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm definitely on the side of the writers, especially just like New York and LA. Like you get a lot of them got to like move out there. It's not cheap to live. Neither of those places are cheap to live. Correct. <laughs> like being a writer. I mean, I, I guess it's, maybe in some cases you could do it virtually, but as far as I know, I feel like you got to be like at least in the area uh, to be a writer. Yeah. But then also these people go to like to school for this and they actually have, a lot of these people have degrees and they went to like special programs and things like that. Like it's already bad enough when people graduate and they don't, they work below their um degree right just because that's how jobs decided to be like oh you, you need a bachelor's degree to make 15 dollars. it's like excuse you <laughs> um <laughs> so it's like like it's weird uh but yeah it pays these people fairly yeah um, side note side tangent i do hope that because of the whole flash and rebooting DC this was the, the new start point. I wish somebody would go ahead and reboot the DC, uh, not DC, but um, Universal's Monster Universe because I was like, even though the remake of The Mummy was trash, um, they can redo it all over again and we can get it right. And I would love to see all the monster movies. They had all, the pe- all these people and cast and ready to go. And we never got any of those movies just because that one movie sucked. <laughs> DC kept going. They did. Um, Universal, y'all could have kept going. <laughs> they kept going right to that wall and finally said, all right, fuck it, we'll do Flashpoint. Correct. <laughs> y'all, had, y'all had Javier Bourdain like, lined up and ready and prepped. Like, really, really? And just dropped it. Russell Crowe was Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Like, there's we was ready and they just and all because mummy sucked <laughs> like and if anybody not the not the original remake because the, the brendan fraser ones are also remakes oh yeah yeah uh but the tom cruise remake I'm pretty sure i fell asleep during that it's, i just watched again this last weekend for the first time again and i forgot that whole movie i was like this happened i don't remember this movie at all just blocked it out yeah. <laughs> uh, this is why writers are important yeah 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 um all right so moving right along to the whoop, i'm still getting my what you call it together <laughs> moving right along to the oh i didn't add it along to the creator hub jesus all right so we, we this is this is a beefy one for for tonight um because m- mostly twitch twitch which had a terrible horrible no good very bad week uh, of their own doing but before we get to that um just touch on this because good lord uh as if we didn't already know that these people were toxic but this happened over the weekend uh so a toxic phase uh caught streamer continued to be toxic by using dog whistles to alienate the lgbtq plus community 
Um, he says something along the lines of like children shouldn't be involved in that culture. Some, something to the effect of like basically he was implying that 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 the community LGBTQ plus community um, they're like indoctrinating and grooming kids, which is absolutely untrue. Um, and if we want to talk about grooming, just, just uh, but yeah, um, neither here nor there. But yeah, dead wrong, obviously. Um, and this guy's like like super big streamer. Uh, he even had a whole skin in uh, Call of Duty. Um, so his skin was removed from Call of Duty. I don't know. I want to say he removed it, but Call of Duty might have removed it. Um, but either way, his skin was removed. And then Tim the Tatman, another like super huge streamer, um, removed his skin and uh, from Call of Duty in solidarity. Uh, you know, blah blah blah, cancel culture, blah blah blah. Um, and interestingly enough, and disappointingly, um, an Elgato Partnership representative also co-signed with the gif on Twitter uh, with on Tim the Tatman's post about removing his skin in solidarity before delete, before deleting his post after being called out. Um, so we're just seeing, and there there was somewhat unrelated, but also related to the toxicity. We also There was also in a campaign, anti-harassment, anti-bullying campaign that uh, was going on um, with a uh, woman streamer, um, it was, it was actually a black woman, uh, who did the, uh, campaign and, uh, and people were like ragging on the campaign because it was basically softened because it's a, uh, advertised campaign and you can't really put all those racial slurs that you, you usually would get in a Call of Duty, uh, chat room. So they watered it down a little bit, um, by, Still using an example of like, oh, you uh, you can't take the heat, uh, you know, go back to the kitchen, which is still like horrible. But it was just an example of like the harassment that, you know, uh, women streamers or marginalized streamers go to when uh, go through when they're in these lobbies uh, for games like Call of Duty, for example. And I'm using Call of Duty because that's the one that's been in the <laughs> on the timeline. I, I jokingly rag on Call of Duty. I just, listen, if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> Correct. Correct. I ventured over to JRPG uh, land for a reason. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, it is just a whole lot of toxicity, kind of bringing up the whole like, like obviously gaming shouldn't be toxic, but the issue that people had on the timeline with that anti-harassment campaign was that, well, you know, that uh, the actual insult that they use in campaign they're like oh well that's kind of being fair that's uh, not fair skin that's kind of being thin skin about it um I've, I've been through worse it's like the point is you shouldn't go through any of it like at the, I don't want to be told to be in the kitchen just like I don't want to be like called whatever slur um but yeah it's like just just because you've been through worse doesn't make it right and also like there, how do I say this? If they are roasting, if they say something like aim better, maybe not your shooting sucks. So that's a little rude too. But you know, if they're like getting on to you for your gameplay and being like, bro, what are you doing? Like you fucked up. Like 
that's one thing right but if they're actually like using slurs or telling you to go back to the kitchen or go back to wherever like that's a whole nother form of harassment that's not like ragging on you because you missed a shot um just as fyi in case people were confused but yeah so um yeah people showing their asses but uh quite quite a bit but like I said, I was like, I don't really, that's not a part of my community anyway. Um, I'm not really in the Call of Duty like that. Like, I'll play a shooter, but eh. And I'd much rather slash with swords um, by myself. That's the type of game I like. But um, it was kind of like disappointing in 2023. People are still showing their ass, even though like people have been gaming, people who have been gaming for a long time are used to seeing this is still... I can say I've been gaming for a long time and it's still like disappointed. It's like, why are you still acting like edgy 12 year old, uh, this men, um, in these lobbies. And if, in case y'all wondering, yes, yes. Both, both of the men, uh, involved in the anti LGBT, anti LGBTQ sentiments. Yes, they were. Uh, but yeah. Thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, one, I always say, like, this is why nobody will ever know where I work, because anything outlandish I say will never be brought up to my to my place of work, uh, and then they'd be like, oh, like, I'm not a representative of my job. Oh, that might be me. Um, so I was like, everybody else sounds uh, fine. Um, hang on a second. All right, let's try that. All right. Mic check two one two. But uh yeah, like I'm not I am not a poster child for my job. Um I never will be. I y'all won't know where I work. You just know I work. That is it. <laughs> like I, I get a paycheck, that's all you need to know. Um and they don't need to know what I do outside of work and y'all don't need to know where I work. <laughs> Uh, and for this exact reason, because you know, <laughs> but it's like, because when you are a face for a company, when you put your face to that company, then you can be held accountable for anything that you say, because even though your ideas are trash and that is even because you're, you're, you're allowed to have your own opinions, even though they're trash, you cannot be a face for a company and spew out trash opinions that's just a fact because even even if you if said company like if you start working in the gaming industry because like it it does apply to gaming as well um which is yeah yeah so all these brand deals and sponsorships and stuff can be taken away swiftly as it comes although I am curious of like, hmm, I wonder if people are too big to crash in the gaming industry. I do be wondering that sometimes. I don't think so because it, because truly, when you compare like, so there are people and streamers and like gamers who make a lot of money, but then you also think about like how like there are doctors who make oodles of money and who get caught doing stupid shit, stupid stuff, and. <laughs> The hospitals find out and like, oh, you're canned. There are lawyers who make oodles of money who do stupid things and they 
in Internet Warriors love them um they will find out what like where they practice and they will get fired so i was like and these are people with probably significantly more money uh so compared to a streamer i'm like mm, yeah i guess that work too i guess i'm kind of curious about it because like a lot of the face of i think the general face of streamer is still very what you think of when i was describing the toxic uh, call of duty player so it's like very male very white uh yeah, yeah. so yeah even though like we're, we're trying to actively change the face to make it a little more you know multicultural and like more representative of like who actually games because um a switch uh nintendo switch actually came out with the statistics like hey did y'all know about 50 percent of uh women uh are or you know have gotten a switch or play on the switch uh from our surveys and it's like yeah oh they were <laughs> oh they were up in uh, the way that cis hetero men just be up in arms if it's not especially if it's and like this is not if a hit dog will holler so if this don't apply to you you shouldn't be mad but like cis hetero white men who feel a very a sense of entitlement Mm. and it's usually it's usually that demographic because that makes up a majority of um like things like within stream world and things like that yeah like they are the for that they are the majority and if it's it's not catered to them it's not it doesn't fit that box and that narrative for them it's like oh no and it's just so crazy like it they're like they they literally just gave you a fact they were like oh yeah like hey hey guys this is an interesting fact more women are playing on switches and they're like oh really <laughs> that, that was that that's what you're gonna be mad about that's the hill you're gonna die on today really yeah uh, it's like it's yeah but yeah so you just go back to your cod lobby and <laughs> You can't even have the skin anymore because solidarity. That 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 even that screams um, America Eagles. <laughs> like that in my head. That's what that screams. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so that's the picture that's painting. Um, correct. Cozy games. Nintendo and cozy games go hand in hand because uh, there are quite a few. There are quite a few of them. And but this is it. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it's, uh, these folks, these, yeah. But yeah, yeah, something always gotta pop up, but moving on, <laughs> moving on to Twitch, cause this is, this is hefty. So get your, get your notepads, pens, pencils out, pay attention, cause it's effect, it does affect us as creators. Um, all right. So Twitch launched a new monetized streamer agreement, uh, monetized streamer agreement, aka MSA, which unifies affiliates and partners under a common contract. It includes a clause about minimum content requirement, which says monetized creators need to create live content, quality content, and interact with their viewers. Affiliates are automatically opted into this new MSA, whereas partners have roughly a year or less to agree to the new term. So that means if since the new MSA came out, if you have streamed, if you're an affiliate and you have streamed since the new MSA came out, 
then you're automatically enrolled. Um, sucks for me. Uh, and uh, partners like to have roughly a year or less to agree to the new terms. Um, one clause that I thought was very interesting and it only applied to partners was that um, that they couldn't disparage or basically embarrass Twitch. They they basically have a don't embarrass us clause. Um, my bad. Security. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out that glizzy glizzy. What? I don't have We're that. House. I don't have that. What you talking about? What? Right. What? Okay, we good. <laughs> it, it was a win. Um. Just had. Said she gonna pull cinnamon out. <laughs> I got you, mom. Uh, so, uh, it was just the win, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, there was there was basically a don't embarrass Twitch clause for partners only. Um, I don't know if they've updated that since I read it and shared it. Uh, but they they did include that at first. If they updated it since last week, then uh, it might no longer be in there and might apply to everybody. But just FYI for partners. All right. Terms of service were also updated to include new language limiting all creators from simulcasting anywhere except mobile first platforms. Previously, non-monetized creators could multi-stream everywhere, anywhere. What that means is like where well, uh, I guess it's mostly through mine, right? So I'm streaming on Twitch right now. If I wanted to simulcast uh embassy talks to YouTube, I could not do that. Um so nor could anybody who's not monetized. Uh, so nobody can like stream simultaneously on like Twitch, YouTube and kick. However, that doesn't apply to mobile first platforms like Instagram, TikTok. I don't know about Facebook because um, they kind of came computer first. So they're not really a mobile first uh, mm, TBD. I got to on facebook but i also don't even know facebook gaming streaming is still or i was like I'm thinking, uh, i i gotta check on that but yeah <laughs> um facebook gaming. i think it's still i think it's still kicking okay i think yeah um so no <laughs> So yeah, so none of us can simultaneously stream on multiple platforms. Um, and it also now it apparently this has been in here, but you know, because the whole branded content guidelines came out, everybody was like, and the, uh, updated monetized stream agreement also came out. Everybody was like, let's take a closer read of this. So, um, I don't know if this was here before, but it's here now. So apparently also also introduces a new $25 fee to terminate the agreement. So you, it, it's either going to be taken out of your sub revenue or you got to pay to end your agreement. Um, yeah. So uh, Ninja, who is not a Twitch affiliate or partner. Oh, let me go back to that for a second. So this is actually it's actually kind of interesting because this is actually in some job contracts this is actually something that i uh am under in my day job because if i if either i got an incentive 
uh, say I got a monetary incentive to stay for like another three years or whatever. Um, if I got that incentive, decided I want to leave in year two, I, I got to pay out that said incentive. Same thing for if I you know, borrow from my retirement fund. If I leave, I got to pay that back. Um, so it's like very business like. I was like, that's interesting. But yeah, twenty five dollar fee to get out. Um, so Ninja, who is not a Twitch affiliate or partner, uh, so he wasn't really getting monetized on Twitch technically. Uh, can no longer continue his multi-streaming experiment on Twitch because of the new because of the new ter- uh, terms of service. Um, and he's opting to add streaming on Kick to his uh, strategy. But he- I did read that he did officially leave Twitch. Um, let's see. So let's let, let's take a pause and talk about the monetary monetized streamer agreement before we get into the branded content shit show. Uh, thoughts on the MSA, the new MSA, which is very vague on minimum content requirement. Like, it doesn't say how long you have to stream. You just got to stream within a year. And, you know, it also got to be live quality <laughs> and interactive. What I think that means is that it can't be those uh, IP gathering type of streams where it's just a fish tank moving or something or waterfalls. But... Yeah. But I feel like that can be exploited as well because it's so vague. But anyway, um, yeah, your thoughts on that part? Yeah, they need to clarify because <laughs> when they like when the information first dropped, and then um, they had to go back and were like, "Oh, well, maybe we should rewrite this, make it more clear, make change this," because it, it was a whole uproar because streaming Twitter was a blaze. Oh, it was. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was like what happened um it's like what did twitch do uh so yeah it's they they definitely need to actually buckle this i don't understand why they don't like have somebody on a team who can you have plenty of partners you have plenty of um uh what's the one above i forget it every time ambassadors ambassadors you have plenty of ambassadors. You can literally have a think tank with them and be like, hey, if these changes were made. But they don't. And it's somebody in a suit who is like, oh, this we crunched the numbers and this is what would be better. This is what would be better and yada yada. And it's like, it makes no sense. And it doesn't make sense for the streaming side. And I was, I forgot who it was I was listening to when they made a really good valid point about like how much it actually costs to run a stream on like Twitch's end, mm-hmm. which completely, that makes complete sense. Um, but also the people who are on the, like this side of the camera, you are the creative force behind it because if that was the case then they could be making their own content period and pushing just their own people. And that would be it. And it'd just be like a closed off thing. Um, and not like a free forum for anybody to utilize. So with that, it's like you need to treat your people who are on there fairly as well. Um, the, the new requirements are just... <sighs> yeah. Just, uh, just, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of sucks because like, you know, people, people take breaks, people take extended breaks um for whether it be physical health mental health uh something 
or they they just not feeling it or they want they have family obligations or i don't know they have kids um like or yeah so this thing about uh the minimum content requirement um and it's been said all over streamer twitter but uh just to reiterate it's very ableist uh and because it's so vague it could even get more ableist because like say um say say you're not like a chatty a super chatty streamer for example um so the whole interact with their viewers part does that mean you need to talk more what if you have what if you have like a no cam um vibing type of stream where it doesn't require a lot of chatters does that mean that your chat has to be like popping does it have to be interact like is that what you mean by interactive like um is there a requirement on the viewer side that they're expecting for the if you have this many people in your stream that the chat has to be like you know active basically for lack of a better word as opposed to having like just you just end up having a lot of lurkers in your chat so uh it's just it's it's way too vague even for my comfortability as somebody who is not officially like i would say not officially disabled even though i do uh go through stuff like migraines and a whole back injury and a little bit of depression but like on paper i'm not disabled but you know it's yeah but for people who are like have disabilities on paper it's even worse so if i'm thinking like this is scarily stringent then imagine like people who don't even have like the privilege i i have of like oh, i feel like streaming and am able to do it as opposed to i can't stream because i had a flare-up so it's uh yeah they need to rehash there they they just need to rehash that monetized streamer agreement i feel like because granted i'm not a youtube partner yet not on wood yet um <laughs> but i feel like their their agreement is way more lenient as far as the content requirement i would say um now are there other areas where they got to work on as far as like uh the random copyrights or uh censorship of certain stuff sure but just the minimum content requirement is very much like ill uh just ill so yeah um i got oh oh i didn't think about it like that technically these are blue light blockers <laughs> but so yes i do wear i do wear prescription bits <laughs> as well uh oh yeah i guess that is because yeah without these i couldn't couldn't see and or would get more migraines so yeah it does, yeah okay um <laughs> yeah more people are disabled than people think but that's why i like kind of made the distinction of like on paper because you know some if you're somebody like me, it's like I don't necessarily disclose because I feel like it does more harm than good at this point because it it's more so invisible disabilities, I would say. Yeah. Um, like physically, if people were to look at me, it's like, you're fine. What's wrong with you? It's like, <laughs> but anyway, um, slight tangent. Uh, 
But yep, yep, that is the uh, physical disabilities be a bear, a whole bear. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Therapy is therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't know if you had more on the monetized streamer agreement before we get into the branded content fallout. This one in a in a minute. Hold on. <laughs> or what is it? What's the command? I think it's uh regular. Yep. Matter. <laughs> I haven't had to say that in a minute because they've been on the up for a good second. Um, but yeah, do better. <laughs> yeah. Just do better. Yeah. I love I love the twenty five dollar fee to terminate. That's hilarious to me. <laughs> the, the actual fuck, like really. <laughs> What I would, you already have you're, they already take half of some change and now they're charging you to be like to back up like, so like whatever money i've made you're already taking half of it and i gotta pay you another 25 dollars just to get boy bye <laughs> uh, like oh no so i will say i did get this uh before we continue shout out to uh zach bussy because like he, he was uh he and others have compiled all this information uh so it was very easy to pick up um so as of today yeah today's monday as of today this information is current um because it was posted in his newsletter all right uh da, 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 da. Oh, there's a little bit more in the multi-streamer agreement um, from my lawyer friend. Uh, that's that's the guy's name, uh, his creator name. Um, so just like uh, the, the two of them didn't read. Um, he kind of said the same thing of like, it's very the monetize, the minimum content requirements is very vague. Uh, and this is, this is the first time Twitch has inserted a minimum content, uh, requirement in their agreements. Uh, it doesn't require a specific minimum amount of hours, interactions, or engagement. Um, just, just a consistent amount. Yeah. Uh, so partners specifically have always had the content license agreement, uh, with the, for a direct connection with the platform. That was kind of the point of getting partnered um yeah but now that this monetized streaming agreement which is kind of similar to a youtube partner program just without all the benefits of the partner program so uh for example affiliates and partners both get paid on twitch whereas uh you have to be a youtube partner and get paid so YouTube partner program, that contract is just a one and done. You might enter to a special contract if you're like, uh, Hey, I was playing, that was playing all through my headset and I think I made the alert, but that was because Jay's <laughs> mic would have bled through as well. But, Doc, thank you so much for the rate. Welcome in, everyone. Uh, my name's Empowered Muse. You can call me MR Muse if this is your first time here. And if this is your first time here, we are actually doing the MC Talks podcast. We're actually on a very interesting topic 
Uh, so if you're also a creator slash streamer on Twitch, you might want to pull up a C. Um, <laughs> so we're going over Twitch's uh, multi-streamer agreement as well as their branded content fallout. Uh, Doc, how was your stream? Let me give you a shout out real quick. Wait, did y'all shout me out already? Yeah, you're done. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I forgot I get mods here sometimes. Uh, <laughs> um, Twitch is definitely all that BS, though. Uh, but how was the stream? How was the Capcom? Um, Capcom Day. Not three hours longer than you wanted it to be. <laughs> It'd be like that. It'd it do be like that. It'd be like that. I, I basically pulled double hours yesterday, so... We're not gonna talk about cat. Really? They didn't have anything good? I thought they... Damn! Like, we were eating all throughout the game fest, so I thought, you know, they, they started out pretty strong on the on day one, so I thought they just continued. Um... Damn! Damn! I didn't, I didn't think Capcom was gonna take an L. They had maybe three or four things max. No Mega, no Mega Man? Wait, did you see, um... I forget her name, but it was a Mega Man like game on PC for the PC gaming show uh, yesterday. Oh, that don't count. <laughs> <laughs> like mobile game don't count. <laughs> it don't count. I, I wasn't sure. I just I just wanted to double check in case you you had missed out. But yeah, uh, outside of the uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Outside of Capcom, hopefully it was a good stream over <coughs> overall. But um so we're talking about um uh, in the creator hub, we're talking about Twitch's monetize uh new monetize uh agreement. What is it? Monetize streaming streamer agreement. There we go. For partners and affiliates, there's really at this point no um distinction between partners and affiliates outside of a check mark. Uh, because they're not doing the 70-30 for partners. I don't think partners have their representatives anymore. Um, I think they phase that out without saying much. Wait. First of all, they were, we know a partner. Yeah. Who was like, I have a representative. <laughs> so you're supposed to. You, to. They're like, oh, I got my welcome back. That was about it. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for all intents and purposes, like it's really no difference. They're kind of like merging it. Well, I was saying they're kind of merging it how YouTube was doing their partner program. But the difference with YouTube is that there's no affiliate status. If you if say like you reach 500 subscribers, you're not you're not an affiliate. Um, you got to have the 1000 subscribers, 4000 watch hours and no copyright strikes to even be in the partner program. But it's a one and done unless you have a specialized contract, which I think really kind of you don't really get that until you're like maybe at Mr. Beast levels or slightly below. So, um, like specialized contract for the Mr. Beast of YouTube or uh, the MKBHDs or you know people like that. But outside of that, uh, oh yeah, go eat, go eat. Uh, take care of you dot. Um, but thank you again for the read. Um, but uh, yeah, outside of that. Um, it's kind of like standard agreement on YouTube, right? So, all right. So FAQs, uh, who does this affect everybody? Uh, everybody monetize. Um, so the minute you use Twitch after this was published, your other, so if you had any other agreements, um, outside of the monetize streamer agreement, if you, 
I did not get a haircut. My hair is literally, and it's wash day tomorrow, so my hair is tied up. Ah. <laughs> but, um, but don't tempt me because I always be wanting to cut my hair. That's a sign. I should cut it. That is not a sign. <laughs> that is a sign. Oh my That's gosh. I wanted to cut. <laughs> I want to cut it. That's a sign. <laughs> yes, and I want to just shave half of it again. Oh my gosh. But, <laughs> yes. Although shave side, shave side is a look, but it's cute. I was, again, I was watching Spider Man, and I was like, "Ooh, Gwen!" I, was like, mm, I should shave the side of my head again. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, uh, okay. So yeah, if you have a separate agreement, it got canceled the minute you agreed to the monetary streaming agreement. Um. So if you have a custom con contract, no longer applies. Wait. Uh, so what if I have a custom contract? Yeah, it still applies. So if you have a custom contract or something, no longer applies. You're under the MSA. Um, if you don't accept the terms as a partner, you'll lose. You will likely lose your partnership and/or be removed from the monetized streamer program. Um. And why is Twitch doing this? Because it costs money. Because uh, a lot of people have gotten, a lot of people have gotten partners and affiliates lately. Um, it's costly to manage. That's probably why they took, they removed and uh, phased out managers for partners. Um, and let's see. This might be the direct result of the Phantom Lord lawsuit that Twitch lost in April twenty twenty one. Um where phantom lord basically won the lawsuit and twitch had to pay out uh yeah and yeah, yeah. so this is it's 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 not looking good that's a monetized streaming agreement so in a nutshell um like i said the biggest the biggest thing that it bothers me is the uh just how vague the um what's that what's it called the how vague the uh minimum content requirement is it's way too vague to for my comfort level and this is coming from someone who like i said is in for all intents and purposes in a fairly privileged privileged place right now so um whereas i can say i, I don't feel like streaming just because i'm not feeling it as opposed to other other people with uh with more serious disabilities or more uh, disabling conditions that legit can't stream um, for long periods of time. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, moving on to the branded content guidelines, crash and burn. Um, so, Twitch launched a new branded content guidelines and it also notified streamers on site with a direct notification. This happened July july <laughs> june 6th i believe six or seven um it was six it was a six uh the changes uh slated for enforcement on july 1st proposed restrictive and broad definitions that could impact all creators it includes detailed images of what is not allowed which included burned in video display and audio ads and a cap for on-screen logos at three percent of the screen size i actually have a pretty good example so the little embassy things up in the corner I would say that's about 3%. Maybe like slightly bigger. That's about 3% of the screen. 
Um, so yeah, the advertisements couldn't be no bigger than the little embassy logos up in the corner. Uh, if you see how big that is, <laughs> no bigger. Whereas if you remember where some of us had the HelloFresh uh, sponsored content, the, it, the, they were about the size of the creator hub tag up above, um, which is way more than 3%. Uh, now granted, sponsors like HelloFresh uh, did in fact come from Stream Elements and Stream Elements was complying to what Twitch was proposing before they rolled it back. So they were gonna be in line with it. Um, but also, uh, if you think about the official co-streamers, you know, a lot of us were official co-streamers this past weekend, um, even through, I think, tomorrow for the Summer Game Fest, um, there are a lot of burned-in video ads because we were co-streaming with the Game Fest that already had ads approved for their showcase. So, like, it's not like we could, like, anywho, it, it was dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are you about to say, yeah. though? I was just thinking because Twitch is going to roll out their own thing where we can, they can do um, partnerships uh, directly through Twitch. Yeah, they have the... Uh, that's that's they, probably it. They have like a um, bulletin board uh, for that. I haven't... Yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. No, that's definitely like why they're, they were doing this. It's just that some of the bigger sponsorships probably were not going to go for their requirements. So they were like phasing them out and kind of like dangling at the expense of creators. They were dangling this. Well, if you want to, you know, party with us, you got to like get with our program. And I think larger sponsorships, not through stream elements, for example, were like, uh, no. Um, so in all that just fell on the creator's responsibility according to the branded content guidelines uh which is wholly unfair because it's like so the the options creators have were either break the rules and possibly get banned or in trouble on twitch or lose money which sponsorships and partnerships are um kind of the bread and butter of how creators especially larger creators make money from streaming it's i mean subs are great don't get me wrong i was like i appreciate subs but those uh product placements and sponsorships uh especially at the bigger you get are a lot of the stream a lot of creators revenue so uh twitch admits the update uh was overly broad and apologizes for the confusing confusion this was that night um or the next day what i say june 6th at first and then june 7th like yeah june 7th um so I did this June 7th. They intended to update the language. Uh, the chief monetization officer, Mike Minton, jumped on a call with Twitch ambassadors to calm some fears and get some feedback. So shout out to the ambassadors. Uh, and this might, this probably isn't all of them, but just some of them. Uh, but shout out to the ambassadors. Ash said hi. Barry, Barry Carlian, Study Time Psych, and uh, Ratters um, for like being on that call. Uh, Twitch said their branded content policy provides an update uh, saying it's back for you and back for Twitch. This was their uh, this was their PR statement through the um, Twitch account on Twitter uh, that was later that that evening on, ju on June 7th um, commits to removing the section that caused the outrage. 
uh, CMO Mike Minton said we would clarify the terms of service because so Twitch released their PR statement and the terms of service still had that in there. And they even got flagged in the community notes on Twitter uh, for having that still in their TOS at the time that they wrote out that apology. So that's why the that's why Mike mentioned had to come back and say, well, clarify the terms of service. So terms of service changes take more time, which is kind of believable. Um, if you know anything about like, you know, editing uh, stuff on a website and like pushing it back out. So it, take, it did take a little bit more time. So I'll give them that. Um, term service officially changed as of June 8th. And then the CEO, Dan Clancy, retweeted Twitch while repeating the same points. And later that same day, uh, he reiterated the same thing on his stream. So that was the whole fallout of the branded content. Like I said, it basically was um, holding creators responsible for the types of partnerships and sponsorships they had um, and basically hobbling them financially, especially the ones whose bread and butter uh, is partnerships and sponsorships uh, if they didn't comply with those new agreements, but they have since wrote it back. So TBD on one will get like a new branded content policy. I'm sure it's in the works. Um, but yeah, thoughts on that while I drink water. I was talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um again all these new guidelines i don't understand them i don't get it um i mean i don't understand why they're more restrictive the whole three percent rule is the weirdest thing in the world uh that like it can't be bigger than the three percent of your screen which again like you said that's small in the corner penny sized in your display um which is like again i get that they're starting they're going to be starting up their own thing so that kind of like makes sense why they wouldn't want an outside partnership just because for you to be able to promote it as freely just because they don't get any portion of that money so it's like a whole different thing um like that kind of make that's like that kind of makes sense but for that portion um again mike not not my mic but cmo mike uh, yeah go ahead and clarify those terms of service because there seems to be so much confusion going around uh they really need to just kind of get on a, not even the same page just get on a page at this point uh because it's so much every other day they're like kind of backpedaling and be like well actually it means this like because when people have like uproar and things so they just kind of need to figure this out it should have been fine-tuned before it rolled out but again it's do better um so that's all you really can but it, it, this is like a weird time in streaming just because pandemic times everybody was doing it it was on the rise just because everybody was home we had nothing else to do um, when people started going back to work and like you're kind of got back to like the normalcy of life, people don't have as much time to either dedicate themselves to streaming or dedicate themselves to like watching and paying 
and like just and shelling out money for streamers, uh, it's not the same. Because like no, it's not. It's no more. You're at home and like you actually save a lot of money because you're just chilling at home. It's like oh no, like now we have things and money. Uh, food costs more, gas costs more, this costs more, and it's just like oh, uh, you don't have that money for that. So all these changes for the people who stuck around with it, it's like ooh, that kind of sucks. But not, not to mention the people who stayed on to who continued streaming and uh, venturing into content creation just don't have the time to watch everybody as much as I want to, but it's like I can't. I, I gotta do my own stuff. <laughs> man, I used to religiously watch everybody and uh, like make sure and be like, I'll watch the VOD back, and I this, I got stuff to do now. I'm tired. I'll fall asleep in a stream in a hot minute. I used to stay make sure to stay up. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, you streamed? Dang, I missed the whole thing. My bad. <laughs> like, and it's not even trying to be shit. Like, it'd be like, dang, my bad. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll catch the notification after, like, the next day. I'm like, oh, dang. Was it cool? Did you have a good stream? <laughs> like, huh, what you want to talk about? Um, so it's just like, uh, it's people don't have that same fight the same time to dedicate on either end yeah uh so it's just hard it's hard life be lifing and so like, yeah no yeah but um yeah it's like we said before twitch is basically trying to become trying to like roll out more stuff to become more in-house which understandable but the the way they put these uh new requirements is just so stringent which is why there was backlash and i'm waiting to see if they're going to clarify like i said things in the monetized streamer agreement because everybody was backlash about the branded content and that like quickly you know got like taken down and rehashed um or is in the process of being rehashed but the monetized streamer agreement i feel like we should still have have that same energy um just because the terms of it are so vague like like i said for partners there's a don't embarrass twitch and you can't disparage twitch rule and that's specifically for them and then for everybody um you gotta have like a minimum content requirement uh which is is no it's not further defined so uh, yeah um yeah yeah we got a quick update on youtube and then we're gonna get into our deep dive uh which is twitch related of like is it still worth it um but quickly for YouTube, YouTube has launched new pride theme emotes that can be used in both live chats and YouTube comments. Good for YouTube. I realize this is Pandora month. I don't know if they'll keep the emotes. It'd be cool if you kept the emotes, but you know. I'm actually pretty proud that like more companies have not been pandering. <laughs> it's It's been refreshing. It's like, oh, thanks. But yeah, yeah but um okay so deep dive time is twitch still worth it as far as being the way to pay for your content creation um as someone who started on twitch first i will say that i wish i took the time to learn youtube and did that a little bit beforehand and then did twitch i mean i granted my reasons for starting twitch was because i was bored and lonely <laughs> and then i was like hey i could like do something from this or get something from this but um 
Bang. At least you got <laughs> started in a whole different place. I got told to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so great. I was bored and lonely. Um, because I was in a not so good place, both literally, like literally ge geographically and mentally. Um, so yeah, that's why I started start streaming on Twitch. Saw that I could do more with it. Started to do more with it. Um, and yeah, now I'm here. But uh, is Twitch still worth it? In some aspects. Kind of, but it is making that argument for diversifying your content way stronger. Not, not that I haven't been diversifying my content, me, for example, or, you know, to use me as an example, I haven't, it's not that I haven't been doing it. It is <clears throat> kind of made me wish I did it just a little bit earlier because I would have been ahead of the curve, but here we are. I'm still diversifying. So, um, as far as the streaming part, um, like I do like streaming on Twitch, however, comma, especially with the new monetized streamer agreement, I am like really considering like splitting YouTube and Twitch stream. So like maybe save Twitch for the weekend and do YouTube during the week or something like maybe dedicate a day or two on YouTube. And since I'm already there anyway, um, and have YouTube be like the more fandom streams where I like test out mods and all that and have twitch for like the podcast um game trailer releases coverage uh new game play stuff uh or playing new games basically um so just kind of been thinking about like basically what what else could i do aside from twitch which i already am kind of figuring out like i said i'm starting starting the blogging so you know having a newsletter plus a youtube channel plus twitch plus podcasts i feel like over time i'll have a decent net um where i'm just like in multiple places not to mention like my socials like instagram tiktok and twitter obviously um but just being in multiple places does help so uh but yeah is it worth it i would say here's the thing here's my take my take it might be a hot take but here's my take um I would say it's way more valuable at this point to put in the effort do the research, put in the effort and strive for YouTube partnership as opposed to Twitch partnership because the benefits to Twitch partnership are just not there outside of the check mark. And the check mark does do things like, you know, if brands want to sponsor you or partner with you, that check mark does have some leverage. Um, it's kind of like being called a senior whatever title at your job and you want to like go to another job and it's like well i'm a senior and so you have that that hand of leverage right there but outside of that i don't really see much difference in being a twitch partner as opposed to a twitch affiliate especially now that we're all under the same monetized streamer agreement and even as a twitch partner i apparently have less leeway of what i could say about twitch um like if I wanted to say Twitch sucks, I think I still have the freedom to do that right now. But if I were a partner, probably not. So even that, um, not that I would explicitly say Twitch sucks unless they basically kept their brand branded content headlines <laughs> or something. But yeah, um, yeah, that's my take. I would say for those who want to go for a certain partnership, 
I would focus on YouTube for partnership as opposed to Twitch. Notice I didn't mention anything about Kick because I'm still just like not touching that with a ten foot pole. And I'm not, and I'm not knocking streamers who have gone to Kick, but I'm also just like it's not for me. I don't, I don't want to risk the the toxic COD streamers coming into my chat. That's I don't want. Y'all ain't going over to Kick. Why should I go? Um, Correct. It's like I know better than to bring y'all over there or try to convince y'all to go over there. Like I, come on now. I just know y'all ain't gonna go for that. What's the point? Um, <laughs> even if Drake is over there hand, handing out uh, 100 subs, I just... Uh, yeah, he's, his car got declined on live. That's funny. That that was funny. I hate that for him. Even though that, that sparked a whole conversation because like, damn, it's like nowadays your car can get declined for so many reasons because it's like... The way that has happened to me multiple times, I was like, no, there's something in there. And I looked and I was like, see, there's something in there. And and it's because I was probably out of state more than likely. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's fine, Spoon, because I always do that all the time. I never know who these streamers are. <laughs> I never know who anybody is. Ever. It's truly sad. Um, we could talk about some of these people and then next week I'll forget them completely <laughs> and I'm like who and they're like Jake we just talked about that but, oh, that other person that one like yeah they. Yeah. if you're talking about the toxic costumer I haven't like said his name for obvious reasons because I don't want to give apparently it boosted his followership and on Twitter I was just like oh, of course it did but uh of, of course. but even if I said his name y'all wouldn't know um. <laughs> oh, I do. I do want to start LLC to my. I do. I, that was one of my things. I was like, oh yeah. After we, especially after we went to the podcast festival, and they said that, I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be a twenty twenty four thing, I guess. Um. I like her streams. They're cute. <laughs> um. Oh, Kiki Palmer. Of getting. Yeah, and she didn't go the route of like how some celebrities where they automatically come on here and they get partnered right away. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She started from the bottom. I was like, okay, girl. Love that for you. I actually love that. Uh, <laughs> it would be, it was a quote about me if I went to kick. That's funny. But, um, yeah, so that would be, and granted, like, I'm not even partner on here, so I was like, why listen to me, right? But I'm just saying, like, the grind for partnership on Twitch just feels like a has. I mean, if it happens, great. But I feel like you'll just see a more return on investment going for YouTube. And YouTube has that longevity factor of, like, once your video is posted, it just sits there. Even your live streams, once they're posted, they just sit there forever and ever and ever until a new term in their contract or their um terms of service is a uh like that would be the only reason it'll be taken down is if some new copyright or some new thing in the terms of service that you broke but that's like really rare um but yeah uh that would be and that's basically me saying that's what i'm gonna do it's like basically go ham on youtube and get partnered on there i'm still stream- streaming on twitch still like Try and do an average of like two ish streams a week. We'll say two right now. Um, I want to go for three streams a week eventually, but right now we'll do two streams a week. Um, so yeah. Uh, so 
but that that's kind of where I want to go. Just go ham on YouTube. Look at doing an LLC, maybe. Um, and uh, start up that uh newsletter and yeah. Oh yeah, and, you know, continue growing our podcast on the RSS feed. Uh, that's another thing because like all the outside of Twitch, everything else you just post and it just stays there forever and ever, and you grow an audience. Yep. <laughs> and then it turns into passive income. And which we love. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that that's my whole take on it. Is Twitch still worth it? Yes, to keep an audience and keep a community. But it, like I said, I am not. I would I would definitely would not advise people to go ahead with the grind for partnership. Um, definitely diversify your content. Uh, if you want to go ham on on a partnership, go to YouTube. Even if you do did want to try out Kick, Kick is still in beta, and right now. I think verify people just have good word of mouth from like the CEO or something. So like it's not as solidified, I would say. Um so yeah, your best bet for a partnership is on YouTube, I would say. That's just me. And more more people use YouTube just generally because everything is on there. It's like the second largest search engine next to Google. Um so uh yeah my take your thoughts jade um i definitely think that like you said diversify (laughs) your content um i think it's fine to still be on the platform and to just be smart about it Uh, like you said if you do your live streams on twitch maybe do like your posted content on youtube uh do different sources if you're like if you have the thing unlocked on tiktok to do lives maybe once a week do like the lives on there like a pre thing to go into like like maybe you start out on twitch and be like oh, okay well guys i'm getting getting off and then i'll be on uh tiktok live or like whatever like just keep it to where you have it multiple places not just the one yeah put all your eggs in one basket because yes there's a lot of changes that goes on with twitch but also it's more of a constant versus when there's like the new platforms you kind of when it's still that wild wild west and you're not sure um that's when it's like mm, make sure you always still have your foot still in this door mm-hmm. that way it's something steady um and you kind of even though it's confusing at times but you have a better understanding of what's going on uh so it's like yeah like do that but definitely diversify um and i i know nothing about youtube so whatever whatever em just said and she's and she said is better and easier to kind of push on that side for certain things i follow em's advice because she's the one who has has the algorithm down Um, i I am not a guru but i can tell you that i can basically tell people to Pick either pick a niche or be really, really, really personable, <laughs> and stick with one or the other. Um, but yeah, uh, I might, I might eventually once I once I get the certification uh, from YouTube, it's like I might open up YouTube reviews. But I can tell you, I can tell you offhand, like the biggest things that hold people back are their titling and their thumbnails and their video links, um, especially starting out. 
because unless unless you're doing podcasts on YouTube, people aren't going to really forgive you if you do a 45 minute to an hour video. Like you gotta you gotta start small. We have short attention spans these days. Um, Correct. Because the way that sometimes even on Facebook, if a pop video pops up and I'm like, okay, two minutes, cool. If it thing anytime when they be like it's seven minutes, no. You catch me when like usually you can catch me in the morning or at night with those ones, but in midday I'm not watching them long ass videos. Yeah. My attention, no. Yeah. And I'm still I'm still kind of a proponent of like niching down is probably your best bet if you're not gonna do the personality entertainment route. And not that you can't be entertaining with whatever you niche down with, but more so if you if you're not out there being a personality um basically um your best best to niche down especially like in the gaming area niche down or some or something it doesn't have to be niching down on one game it can be niching down on a genre or niching down on a, on a game technique or gaming news like just niche, just niche like basically the best example i can give is like i don't think the, <laughs> i don't think um your destiny apex those are still two different games but say your apex call of duty audience they're not really gonna venture towards your final fantasy seven people like audience like those two they might cross but it's i I highly doubt it um those are two totally different things uh just like covering like i said before like modding for a specific game um like say modding for minecraft uh probably they're probably not gonna cross with uh modding for minecraft they so that's a lot of building so they probably won't cross with again like final fantasy or kingdom hearts like i don't see the two crossing um i could be wrong but yeah that's that's just an example or modding for Minecraft, I don't think would cross with like general gaming news or gaming trailers or gaming trailer reactions. So, um, but uh, let's see. <laughs> not not because you only watch uh long form content. Well, I, I think it depends. Like people will watch long form content. Um in video essays you just gotta grab the attention that's why i go back to like i would say that's lower on the list of like what people won't forgive but they definitely won't forgive like a bad title or a bad thumbnail um yeah yeah or a bad hook i would say a bad hook because if you can hook a person in the first people say first 30 seconds i'll be generous and say first minute um if you can hook them then that makes a difference as opposed to a very long very long two minute intro of like what is this video about uh anyway um now unless you're just like i said your your personality you can kind of like be a little bit freer with the thumbnail i would say because if you're like a personality uh like kev on stage for example who uh basically grew through comedy then that's kind of a whole different ball game or if you're a vlogger, that was loud. I'm sorry. Um, or if you're like a vlogger, um, which still the vlogging aesthetics are probably your best bet as opposed to just like random thumbnails. But yeah, just yeah, I I could 
it's just a lot of stuff I learned on YouTube. But like I said, I don't have the check mark or the well, you don't get check marked till you get 100,000 subscribers. But I don't have the partnership yet. But I did. I have learned a lot along the way. So if y'all need reviews, just let me know. I'll do like a one on one session right now <laughs> instead of broadcasting it. Um, who's this Randall who's not even that partner yet? Anywho, anything else on uh, the deep dive before we get into just don't care? Uh, no, that's good on that for me. Um, all right. So, moving on to just don't care, sick, mint. All right. So, f- first up, we got. All right, cool. Um, Is it there? Oh, there it is. Uh, all right. First up, we got uh the return of Tucker, kind of, sort of, but not really. So, in case y'all just stop paying attention to Tucker Carlson because I have as well. Um, <laughs> so he completely <laughs> he did uh start his own show on Twitter. Um, I don't know what it's like. I haven't been over there. Uh, not over on that side. I'm kind of surprised he started on Twitter as opposed to uh, Truth Social or Rumble, but here we are. Um, so he did start a show on Twitter, and then Fox News sent uh, a cease and desist letter <laughs> over the new Twitter show, um, alleging that the conservative network's former star anchor breached his contract by launching a new show on Twitter, according to a source familiar with the matter. <laughs> It's just funny to me. Yes, if I don't pay the 16 demos out, I'm playing it Wednesday. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for it. I heard good things. And it's two hours long and it like only covers like the very first part of the game. And it's like, it's so much more. Anyway, uh, slight tangent, but yeah. Um, so I, I feel like Tucker and Fox just didn't care in this moment. Tucker said, I'm going to do whatever because I'm going to make this money. Understandably so. And Fox was like, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, which I think is kind of hilarious. Uh, anything on that though? That's fair. Oh, oh. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Towards the end of the day, my medicine be like, uh, <laughs> but no, that's funny that um, the fact that y'all fired him and then have a season. I like y'all fired him. <laughs> Your his contract should be null and void at this point, but they're like, nope. Um, well, I mean, that makes sense because there are sometimes stipulations and contracts where, like, even after you're not employed with them, right? Like a no, like a non compete clause. That's what it is, non compete clause. Um, so that would definitely go against that. So I could see how. So never mind. But that's still funny though. Like and petty. Like y'all already fired him. And you're like, no, you can't do this. Essentially <laughs> fired him on his day off <laughs> before he started his show. <laughs> Like, on your day off, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh lord. Um, but no, it's the fact, like you said, I was like, that's a random. I was like, he started it on Twitter. I was like, they, that's a thing, that is a thing, yeah. That's that's interesting that that is a thing. Um, yeah, Twitter shows. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like of all places, like yeah, that's not where. And again, I don't go on to that side of Twitter. I don't care to. 
some a couple people have popped up on my timeline randomly and i was like yeah let's not let's not and say we did um and yeah i've had to go ahead and block so that way i don't see content Oof. yeah it's and i feel like i feel like on your oh no you going completely different i was like mm, there was somebody a mutual that we have uh and yeah, I was like, where'd this come from? Why, why, <laughs> where did this uber conservative man having an uproar about uh, pride end up on my timeline? And then I looked, and I was like, oh, because there's mutuals. I was like, let me go ahead and block y'all too. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but that's the best thing about Twitter. Like, it, it'll tell on other people. For oh, you. yeah, the for you section tells on other people. Like, because you just see random stuff. I was like, why is this here? And I'll see somebody either liked it or they follow that person. I'm like, oh, oh. I was like, I didn't even see that discourse. See, <laughs> like have on stage. How <laughs> that was funny. Everybody, I was like, what's what is this? That made it to my other Twitter, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, who is? It? I was all up in that thread of that girl going off, and it was hilarious to read. I was just like, what is? Why is she? Oh, this is funny. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, Tucker, go I don't know, touch some grass. Go touch some grass. Cause you know, to them global warming isn't a thing. So go touch it. <laughs> the grass is gonna be there forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might be artificial turf, but yeah, it'll be there. Right. Just go touch it. <laughs> <laughs> go. Go kick your shoes off and just go touch some grass. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> but also Fox News, y'all petty. <laughs> petty, petty. Oh. All right. Next up uh, on the Just Don't Care. Um, whoever went outside without a mask on the East Coast as the wildfires in Canada, as the haze from the wildfires in Canada, like, basically moved down towards the East Coast all the way to actually where I am um or where i work i would say i should say but um yeah i was like who who i know covid is quote unquote over but this isn't this isn't the conspiracy covid y'all know that right like you can actually see like why why you should wear a mask with that haze like that's not good to inhale all right if you want or if you want uh the asthma and or assimilated asthma go right ahead i mm. that's look i could go there next week i was already asked i said how the air quality yeah <laughs> is it back is it back up because uh, is, is, is it okay we good um, it's much better yeah. i'm glad it's much better but the I saw pictures of people just like sitting out there, like at a, at cafes and whatnot, no mask, risking it all, which is like, I mean, if you want to do that, fine. I mean, damn, it's actually it's it's actually more individualistic than not wearing a mask during COVID, because COVID you could catch and pass to other people, but if you if you just choking in the haze, that's on you. Oh, that sounds so bad, but it is on you. Um. Hey, all right. Yeah. Um. I 
I just couldn't believe he was like, oh, I actually didn't want to wear a mask because of smoke. Why? Science is real. <laughs> Science right. is a thing. Um, yeah. The rain helped. Oh, that's good that the rain helped, though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> and people, like you said, the pictures of people smoking while all that's going on, it's like it, it was a cigarette that important. I'm I'm for real, like it's already smoky outside. And what was <laughs> <knows> more now? <laughs> um all right. And then weekly roundup. I didn't know if you had anything. I did want to. Okay, cool. Uh, I did want to acknowledge right quick that uh, at the Tony Awards, um, we had Jay Harrison Gee and Alex Newell Newell become the first non-binary acting winners at the Tonys. Uh, Gee won lead actor musical for their performance as Jerry slash Daphne and Casey Nicola some like it hot while well, Newell walked away with the feature actor uh, musical uh, statuette stat- statuette yeah for their role as Lulu and Jack O'Brien shucked um, so big congrats to them it was a that was last night yeah that was last night uh, but big night for them big night for uh, that representation um for non non-binary uh acting winners or actors. Uh yeah, I think it was great. That's really nice though. Very good. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wholesome news. Wholesome news. See? I found something wholesome. Because everything else is just like really it would cover it would be covering headlines and like I said, I couldn't talk about it, but yeah. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, so for my weekly roundup, uh, yes, we gotta go to Broadway. Oh, yeah, cool. Yep, I'm down for going restaurant down there. I haven't been to, um, yeah, yeah, I do. I go to Broadway one day. I haven't been. Look, <laughs> the Wiz is coming back out. They're doing a, a, a national tour first, and then they're gonna, before they go to Broadway, so look, if you if you want to go see the Wiz in New York on Broadway, psh, I will let me know. <laughs> I I'll, I'll find the dates and be like, these are all the dates when we go. <laughs> I meet you there. <laughs> these are the good hotels to stay. <laughs> I will pop up all the restaurants. We know all the. I know where things are there now. I can suggest things now. I found. <laughs> <them>. Um. <laughs> uh, but yes. I was like, oh yes, we're definitely going to go see a show. I'm like, um, I love you some Broadway. I love musicals. Um, but yeah, no, so far my weekly roundup. Um yeah, so the dumpster fire that is Zeus Network. And what didn't happen on Zeus? I saw somebody say cancel Zeus, and I was like, what happened? So what had happened was <laughs> Um, they were doing for the fight, the um, Mayweather versus Gotti fight, Gotti the third. Oh, fight. um, so there were there were like three fights that happened that night because there was the main event, and then after because 
Gotti lost mm-hmm. and he swung on Mayweather. Mm-hmm. After that, all hell broke loose. Um, people just bombarded the ring and like they pushed him back and like everybody was just on there. So like that happened and it was just like what the hell. And then back um like all the way in the back, Jocelyn Hernandez got into a fight with one of the girls from one one from her show. Uh like it was so random. Like she got into a like she got into a bad fight. Every time Every other time I hear her name, it's tied with like her getting into a fight. Girl. And they got videos of all the angles. I was like, oh, I woke up to that. I was like, oh, Lord. Clutching, <laughs> clutching my pearls. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like that happened. And like she got into a fight with her. And then, no, I, it's not funny, but it's hilarious. The fact that, not the fight part, is that after she fought that girl, then somebody else threw a drink on her and was like, it took off, gone, gone. I was like, that. I was like, ooh, whoever, whatever maker you prayed to had you because you were gone. And she was looking for you. I was like, that was the fastest run because I, like, I didn't even see who threw it, but she was gone, threw the drink and, was, and took off. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. That's what's like, yeah, everything Zeus touches, I swear. Like, it's it that. Mm. So, also, I didn't realize because I saw the Gotti thing, and I I just automatically associate Gotti to like the rapper. <laughs> oh, I was it really my mind goes to like mob. So, Gotti. so yeah, so what I because. I think because rap and boxing kind of have like kind of intertwined in that culture. So I automatically went to the rapper and I read it. It was like, Oh, the monster, the monster. Ooh. <laughs> Cause I think didn't uh, his like granddaughter or daughter say something on Twitter, um, like making threats. And so somebody was like, Hmm. Hmm. Investigators are going to be really interested about that. I was like, wait, what? Oh, that's the mobster. I used to love watching their show. No, I, like I forgot what network it came on, but like growing up, Gotti, I loved that show. There's like Victoria Gotti and her and her kids. They were hilarious. Um, but yeah, yeah, they have in relation. But that's where my head. When so I heard Gotti, I was like, "Is there any relation to?" Because I was like, John Gotti. I was like, "Your name is John Gotti the Third, right?" Like, and John Gotti. Yeah. I was like, are are you of any relation? Um, and he, in fact, was. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, thank you. that makes sense. But yeah, it's yeah. Either that, or pe- people are just like making jokes left and right on the internet about things he's actually related. Ah, okay. Yeah. I'm probably like Vicambinos and all that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I was. If anybody, I hope somebody else remembers growing up, Gotti, because that show used to crack me up. I quoted quite often, like when her one friend and he had the furs, and he's like, My father was a Faria Victoria. (laughs) 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 Or like, or her son's looking for their hair. She's like, What do I do? What do I do? (laughs) Like, they were really fighting over hair, Jeff. Oh my God. Uh, I was like, Yeah, I loved that show. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, like before we had mob wives, we had grown up Gotti, <laughs> and then Mob Wives was a good show too. I like that one too. Um, yeah. Mm, all right, we get a bit. Can't wait for you to check the chat. Oh, Laura, what didn't happen? I'm trying to find somebody to read. camera. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> Let me flip my phone over. Um. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't have, who knows if I have ADHD, but me and my, I have to do 20 things while I'm doing one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Uh. Uh. Okay. Uh, you know what? You know what? Uh, because they they've rated me multiple times lately, so I'm going to return the favor. I just gotta click on the. Ooh, there we go. Um. Yeah. We'll do that. All right. So. Gonna raid Dylan, aka McMahon. Um, but uh, oh, almost forgot. Thank you all so much for coming out to another episode of the Embassy Talks podcast. Uh, knock on all the wood, we should be back next week. I think we're back to regular schedule. <laughs> um, yes. yeah, okay. Um, uh, so knock on all the wood that you know, and I'm, I'm off Monday, so it's like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we'll be we're we'll, back to regular schedule for NBC talks. Um, until another impromptu bait break happens. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we will catch y'all later. Uh, you know, go ahead. Not the word chaos. <laughs> All right, copy paste those in the chat. Me get there. 85 says stay out of the ERs. <laughs> Look, tell my sister that. <laughs> can I wait? Are we, are we already rated out? No, not yet. Yeah, let me tell that quick story. Because okay. my sister is the only person in the world who would, during her graduation party, because I'm proud of her, um, <laughs> she's a, like, she's actually she's about to take her NCLEX exams. That way she officially, officially becomes a nurse. But for all intents and purposes, she's a nurse right now. Uh, she just has to take her, that last licensing test. Yet knee was there. Um, not, not blame my, not my <laughs> I mean, technically, so she didn't want to swim anymore, and she was sober by that time. She didn't want to swim anymore, but my nephew wanted her to swim really bad, and he got in the pool, and she got in behind him, oh. and dislocated her ankle in the water. Like everybody when we were there, like, oh, you fell going down the steps. And then she was like outside the pool, was it slippery? And then she's like, no. And we always be like, no, 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 no. She was in the water. She was on the step inside the water. Oof. And yeah, and it slipped because the, the, the step was slippery, apparently. And boop, 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 dislocated and fractured herself. And yeah, so. That's why for a while streams were canceled because I was with my sister because she had to have surgery too. 
uh, she just had surgery. So she got like a nice little metal plate and a screw. That was a fun picture, x-ray to look at. She has a metal <laughs> plate going down one part of her bone. Yeah. And then a screw that goes through uh, through all of them. So, yeah, to hold Ooh. everything in place. Oh. So, um, yeah, that that experience taught me I don't want to ever break anything. I'm okay. I don't need surgery. I'm okay. <laughs> um, I'm not tapping out of all that, not doing any of that mess. So, yeah, that's what I learned from her breaking her stuff. The only surgery I've had so far is with some teeth extraction and the next surgery, next surgery that I hope to have and not have more than maybe three times, maybe three, uh, is, is giving birth. Um, and that's oh, it. And the, fun- <laughs> and the funniest part of all of that was that the whole knee was tired um, <laughs> and she was in the room sleep like for longest i never knew she was actually in that room sleep until i saw her hair at one point i went to the bathroom came out saw her hair sticking out i was like oh that's the room she was in i thought she was like upstairs sleep nope. <laughs> um so she was in the room like closest to the window where the pool is We've been in and out that room. People have been in and out, in and out. We're talking loud. We're hee hee ha ha and like right in the living room with the door wide open. That knee is knocked out. She heard call 911 and he woke up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's some that's some motherly instinct right there. All you heard was 911. Yeah. She woke up. <laughs> oh. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Like that that was hilarious <laughs> I was just like oh and then she couldn't take it because me and my family are jokers and we don't care if something is going on we still gonna crack some jokes off and the whole time me trying not to laugh and me and my uncle sitting there making jokes the whole time <laughs> <laughs> like as my sister broke foot still the ambulance ain't even there and we like cracking jokes and yeah <laughs> Trying, you try to be respectful. We're gonna get these jokes off. <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, but yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it, it was a time. It was a time. <laughs> and that's, that that was mostly why we took a long break. Um, but. But you you were a good you were good you were a good sibling and a good caretaker, so yes. <laughs> when she started her job, I I was <laughs> you I need compensation. Yeah. <laughs> uh I love that. Alright, let me throw the emotes in there again just in case. Alright. But yeah. Thank y'all again for coming out. So there's a story of why we had an extended break, <laughs> um, which yeah, it, yeah, it was hilarious. But I'm glad like surgery went okay and uh, your sister's okay. Um, but all right, y'all, we go head out. 